0: How's it going, guys? Welcome back to the You Know I'm Saying podcast, where you get to know a little bit more about people, passions, and all things business. Today, I'm sitting across the way from Stuart Gregory of Bullock Solutions. Stuart, welcome to
1: the show. Thank you for having me.
0: I am super excited about this one. Uh, seems like, you know, uh, you are definitely moving extremely quick with the new building. Yes. Uh, right across the street from So Yummy Asian Kitchen. Um, but, you know, before we get into all that, I guess, tell me a little bit about uh, kind of where you came from, you know, you know, uh, when you were younger, uh, what you went through to get to where
1: you are today. Sure, absolutely. Uh, so I'm from St. Augustine Beach, uh, grew up back and forth between St. Augustine and Jacksonville, um, went, moved around a good bit, Went, ended up graduating from a magnet school in Jacksonville, uh, and then didn't really know what to do with my life. Um, 9-11 happened. Uh, and I figured there was gonna be a draft, so I went ahead and signed up to get a good job and not get stuck with a bad job, for for lack of a better term, Uh, and uh, left uh, Florida in October of uh, 2001 and went to uh, the U.S. Army uh, and and trained in a couple of different uh, MOS uh, skill sets. Uh, ended up working with explosives for a little bit. Ended up um, finishing out with uh, military intelligence as a crypto analyst. So a bunch of nerdy, nerd, <laughs> nerd stuff. Um, and then uh, I got out and and went back to Florida and, and um, you know, started developing, um, for lack of a better term, a, a drinking problem mm. uh, and drug problem. Mm. And um, it... Really got a hold to me after a couple of years, and and I ended up moving to Statesboro. There was a, a program here um, at that time that was uh, renowned worldwide um, for one of the most uh, highly successful kind of therapies for. H- had alcohol. you heard of have, had you heard of Statesboro at that time? No, no, okay. no, no. I did. I didn't even know where I was going when I was on the way here. Gotcha. Uh, I just heard uh, we were going to the woods. Okay. Um, so. <laughs> Um, I came here for about four to six weeks, okay. uh, 13 years ago, okay. um, and um, I love it here. Yeah. Um, you know, um, um, there's a great community here. I met my wife mm-hmm. here. Um, you know, uh, I built a life here. Yeah. And so when, uh, when I got done with the, the treatment, I was, ended up being in, in some version of supervised treatment for almost three years and uh, worked in treatment for a number of years, and then um, started kind of growing out of that and went to Ogeechee Technical College. Um, I have a background in construction okay. and went to Ogeechee Technical College for their drafting program that they had at the time and um, got a job at an architecture firm from mm-hmm. that, did that for a couple of years, uh, and then was just really bored, uh, didn't have the passion that you were talking about. Mm-hmm. and. Um I uh, went back to Ogichi Tech and studied uh, their computer information systems programs with uh, uh, um, Donnie and Terry uh, who used to, who run those programs. And um, my very first computer class was A+ plus, okay. um, and we three weeks in, uh, we built our very first com- computer. I mean, practical application. It was like, hey, this is these are the parts. here's how you assemble it. Install Windows, and I was like, ah, This is easy. And I opened uh, my shop uh, three weeks later. Three weeks later. Three weeks later. So, not even, three
0: weeks after you built your first computer, you opened shop. Yes. Wow. In
1: the three weeks into my very first class. Okay. So, um, I had some money saved up, and uh, I took my classes at night and kept my day job for a little bit, and then um, went. Full-time and um, hired some students that were in class with me that were capable. And um, we did just over a hundred grand in sales our f- very first year. That's awesome. Out of the back half of Nancy's hair salon on Zetter Hour. <laughs> <laughs> um, didn't even have a front door. We had a bathroom, a workbench and, a, and, 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 and. Um, But the area was hungry for consumer-based electronic support. Mm -hmm. Um, So we were fixing iPhones, fixing computers, you know, helping with camera systems and restaurant stereo systems and and just anything that people around here thought IT guys did. Oh, Mm -hmm. you're an IT guy. Come fix my 70 volt stereo system, which is not a regular (laughs) stereo system by any stretch of the imagination. But we were good at Google and good at YouTube and, and, and learned and taught and, you know, uh, and that turned into this kind of explosive growth pattern that we've been in pretty much since day one. That's
0: so crazy when you take a a moment to look back at it. Oh yeah, absolutely. You know, um, there's, there's various parts in, in, in the story that, you know, I, I have a lot of curiosity about. Sure, sure. Um, this let's go back to the addiction side of Sure. Things. Yeah, absolutely. You know, you, you said that early on you you lacked potential passion and different things. Mm-hmm. Was finding passion the thing that eventually broke you from that addiction? Or what was it that kind of like helped along that path?
1: So the, the thing that we talk about a lot is um, finding a sufficient substitute. And, and, and that's kind of like a loaded statement, uh, kind of across the board. Um, but you know, part of my addiction and a lot of the people that I've worked with in the past, you know, um, description of it is there's like this hole that we're trying to fill and, you know, mood altering substances fill that hole. Uh, the challenge becomes is the cycle of chaos and, and, and just destruction and devastation that goes along with it. And so, you know, I had to find a different way to get a buzz Mm. and that's the sufficient substitute is all right. So how do I find a different way to get a buzz? Where am I fulfilled? Where am I content? Um, and what, uh, what I've kind of built my life on and what gives me the passion is I figured out a way to help, people solve their technology problems um i've I've done it for years uh in the addiction space and in the treatment space of helping those people solve their problems and um and still do it in a capacity of volunteer now um, because if i don't maintain you know the freedom that comes along with Feeding the new buzz of of helping people find solutions to their problems, then I don't get to keep it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so um, that I think is is really what the kind of you know um, the the mountaintop of this whole thing was. I figured out a way that I could use my abilities and my skill sets and my talents to help people solve problems, mm-hmm. um, technology, you know, or or life problems. Can you take me back to that moment, you know, um, so
0: at, at some point you said that I need help. Yes. And, and, and a lot of people, that's one of the hardest steps of saying, oh, yeah, hey, I, absolutely. I, need, I need this done. Yes. Um, when did
1: you realize that, hey, like this is about the time? Um, so it, it took a while because um, uh, I was good at making it pretty. Um, And, you know, so when I uh, burned it down, the last time was probably spring of 2006. Mm -hmm. And I had gone to see some doctors, psychologists, psychiatrists, psychiatrists, psychologists, um, therapists. I did acupuncture. You were trying. Oh, yeah, 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 for sure. Um, I thought something was wrong. Mm -hmm. Um, And in my head and the information that I had was... You know, if I have a chemical imbalance, because that's what everybody was telling me, then more chemicals should balance it out. Sure. Right. Well, the, nah, that's not how this particular problem works. And so I had gone through all that and and took a. it took about a year and a half. And then um, and at the end, it was just this kind of epic. um I just resigned to the fact that I was just going to live and die this way and Mm -hmm. that there was no hope for resolution. There was no hope for any kind of peace. And um, um, I had a a friend who um, had gone to treatment and participated in a 12 step recovery program. And he came the one in Statesboro. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. And, uh, and this was back in St. Augustine and, Um, he talked to me and, and, um, said, Hey, you know, this, what I'm about to tell you kind of defies logic because what is sitting in a circle talking about my feelings Mm. and, and my experiences, how does that keep me from wanting to drink or wanting to use drugs or, or something like that? And, um, and it's a contributing factor of changing, um, my behavior patterns and changing my psychic patterns of, um and it's really, it's called cognitive behavioral therapy and it's taking actions that bring about psychological change. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the interesting thing about that is if you get used to, and it's very military almost is, is and it, or going to the gym is you take the action. And as a result, you have a change physically or psychologically. And it's the same thing with this. And, um, and so I, I took a bunch of action and, and got, favorable results and change and how I thought and how I felt and what my priorities were and, and, and all that, because, you know, I was sick. I mean, I was suffering from something that defied logic because given all opportunities in the world, why would I continue to burn my life to the That's ground? Right. And, and so um, this cognitive behavioral therapy approach of taking action and then getting a result, uh, you know, on the backside kind of built this whole model of driven Mm-hmm. um and and so i don't concern myself too much with weighing out this or weighing out that i'm i'm constantly in action and as a result i'm getting all this cool stuff that's happening on the back end that sure. i don't even like i know it's possible or i know it's coming or 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 i can you know kind of weigh out what the what the results will be but um it's just a different way to approach life, you know, because mm. the worst thing that can happen right now. And, and this is a question that I pose to people that I work with and, and um, personally and, and and things that I'm doing um, professionally is is what's the worst thing that can happen mm. in any situation? Mm. Well, the worst thing that can happen is nothing. Sure. Doesn't work. Sure because the worst thing that can happen to me is my life burns to the ground and I go back to where I was, but that's, that's right. not even on my radar anymore. So what's the worst thing that can happen now? Nothing. Mm. What's the best thing that can happen? It works. Sure. It, you're successful at whatever that endeavor is. And uh, and so that is an approach that I've applied to, you know, almost every aspect of my life. Um, um, and it's so far because my motives and intentions and, you um, ideas are positive and about positivity and packing positivity into the world around me that there's no night there isn't any kind of nefarious you know um, motivation or energy in there and so as a result there's this you know just wave of awesome positive stuff that is happening in my life and and, um, and and the lives that I, of the people that I hang out with. And so I try to surround myself with people who th- think that way, whether they do it consciously or, or, or unconsciously. I, I try to surround myself with people that are positive and honest and have integrity and are driven and um, are innovative or um, trying to think outside the box because Statesboro is, is a great community. I love mm-hmm. it here, um, but you know, there, there isn't a, a lot of, I'm from a big city. Yeah. You know, and it's just a different environment. It's a different culture. I'd never seen a Carhartt or a Georgia boot until I moved here where I'm, <laughs> where I'm from, you can wear flip-flops anywhere you want to go, sure. you know? And, sure. and, and so it was just a different thing, but, um, this community has, as, as, you know, helped me build a life that I never knew I even wanted, you know? And, um, and, and I get to dabble in all kinds of crazy stuff as a result of it. Mm-hmm. It's very inspiring,
0: uh, you know, the story, especially for for someone that has had to, you know, struggle with addiction and then be sure. able to break through that. What is a, a word of advice? Maybe somebody out there is like, you know, dealing with the same exact thing that you're going through. What is sure. something that you could tell them for them to potentially you know, make the change to get to where
1: potentially you are today. Don't run, you know, don't run from the problem. Um, There are millions of people that have recovered and no longer suffer. Um, The solution makes zero sense. It's an illogical kind of solution. But if you look at the problem being equally illogical, then of course the solution's illogical. I don't know why, you know, talking about my experience keeps me from repeating it. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, for a little over 13 and a half years, that is my experience. So don't run mm-hmm. uh, is the easiest thing you can do. Um, and and find somebody because recovered people are everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, there's more recovered people, uh, re- recovered people in Statesboro than almost any other town per capita. Why do you think that's the case? Because people have been coming here since the 60s to get sober and never left. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I came here for four to six weeks in yeah. and, and 2007. <laughs> and, and then I'm, you're still you know, here. I'm still here. My wife came here in 2007 from Vidalia and she's still here and she's been sober. Um, she's coming up on Fourteen years this year, um, and um, and and there's just decades of that happening. Oh, That's super
0: fascinating to me because you know um, for the longest time, Bullitt County has been a, a dry county, mm-hmm. and and even right now they're making moves to change that. Do you have do you have a
1: certain feeling about that? No. Good. Bad. I, I, I'm indifferent. If people want to drink, they're going to drink whether it's a dry county or not. Mm-hmm. You know, just because I can't doesn't mean somebody else shouldn't. Mm-hmm. You know, um, if you're prone to multiple DUIs, maybe you shouldn't drink. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> but um, but you know, no, there's nothing wrong mm-hmm. with it. I mean, you know, if you don't have what I have, rock on, man. Yeah. Have one for me. Yeah. Um, gotcha. You know, but for me personally, I'm not out to you know be a prohibitionist or, sure. or anything like that. I, I I think that's counterproductive to the conversation about how we deal with mood and mind altering substances and, and, um, um, but yeah, no, I mean, rock on, sell alcohol. Sure. That's cool. All
0: right. So let's, uh, let's switch gears a little bit. We've kind of like, you know, um, um, it seems like now you're channeling that energy into other projects. Yes. And so, you know, let's kind of like dig into a little bit of, you know, the business side of things. Sure. 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 So I, the first thing that, you know, going back to your, uh, intro earlier, you said, Three weeks into working with computers, you said, hey, we're about to start a business. Yes. What made you do that? Were you always, to, to most people, that would be like, oh, man, that's super risky. Like, yeah. you don't, oh, you yeah. haven't even finished the class yet.
1: Right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Um, it was the passion. It was the spark. Like, it. You right. felt it. Immediately. Immediately. What did it feel like? Hope, honestly, because I was a little lacking. I mean, you know, I had a stable job working at an architecture firm and I was doing, you know, 60, 70 hours a week of drafting in AutoCAD. And. Um, and it, it, but it wasn't fulfilling, you know, there wasn't any, uh, contentment derived from it other than I had a roof and food and I could pay my bills. Um, and when I was in this class and, um, the teacher Terry was super like invigorated and energetic and, and made the information super easy to consume. And, and he handed like a miscellaneous box of just parts, and we had to go and figure out how to get all the different parts to match together and then get it to turn on and then uh, and and it i could see it i could see how that happened um and uh and i it clicked i mean just at, just like that and it offered me hope i was like so i immediately was like all right did you not see that with like arc like the drafting stone no, no. No, I mean, I've done that my whole life. I worked, my dad's a general contractor. So I worked in construction and then I worked in in architectural design and it's a great skill set. Sure. Um, I've used it for the past 18 months across the street. Um, But that's not where my passion was. That's not where um, I didn't have a passion Um, and I hadn't had a passion really in sobriety until that day in that class. And I was like, this is amazing. Um, And, and, and and I just ran with it. Mm -hmm. Uh, and that ironically, that same year, um, I won, uh, an award for OTC. I won the Georgia occupational award of leadership um, at, um, at the state level for the, um, the Georgia technical college system um, there there's a competition and you give public talks and all this kind of stuff. And it was out of all the schools and, and we were at, you know, we, we got state mm-hmm. um, and we've had a couple of um, this is just kind of a side note, but uh, it was like morals, ethics and leadership. And the irony of being nominated and then competing for that, I was like, you know who you're talking to, right? <laughs> you know, like, but you know, my history and my yeah, background yeah. and I was like, yeah, we don't care. Yeah. This is who you are right now. Yeah. Um, and so that coupled with the hope and the passion of the IT, it's like I felt like I was in the right place at the right time and 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 that it was an opportunity that I needed to capitalize on. And at that point, the worst thing that could happen is I wasn't going to be successful. That's right. But I could go do something else. Like... You know, I've done all kinds of stuff, and and so uh, I jumped in, um, got went on the Secretary of State website and registered a name, and yeah. got a tax ID number, opened a bank account, and we started. And I hired part time as needed a couple of the guys that were sitting next to me in class, and they thought I was a lunatic. <laughs> um, and, and are any of them working with you? With yeah. You now? Yeah. One uh, one is still with me. Uh-huh. Um, uh, and he is. Uh, so we had three that kind of part-timed in the beginning. Uh, but one is still with me, Blake. Uh, he and I have been working together since the very, very beginning. That's awesome. and, and now he just got promoted to a, a project manager. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he's overseeing um, uh, some, a lot of our install projects and, and managing them from start to finish. and. Um, he's doing an amazing job. Um, and so, but yeah, I mean, but, and he's passionate about it and and we had like-minded ideas and, and, and so we really wanted to do this. Mm -hmm. Uh, and so we did. And, um, and it's that hope and that passion and that, um, spark, that inspiration is what kind of, it hasn't gone away. Mm -hmm. Um, It's waned and, you know, ebbed and flowed, but it's always been there. And so that's how I know I'm doing the right thing. This is where I belong.
0: So you started uh, in the back of a hair salon. Which yes. Is, which is, I'm, I'm sure that was interesting within itself. Yes. Tell, t- tell me, you know, the, the nav, how you navigated that to, you know, the building that you are today. Okay.
1: Oh, wow. Um, so it was strategic partnerships and um, getting with people that believed in what we were selling. And so we went from there to one of our clients was just, uh, renovating a new building, a new office space for them. And, and, um, and so we brokered a deal where we would pull all the low voltage wire and do all the like data jacks and computers and servers and Wi-Fi for free. If we got to be in the building for free. Okay. Uh, and so we did that. And, um, and we did that for a while. And, um, and it grew. I mean, we were the only people in town at the time fixing iPhones and and you know doing that. So we always had that kind of uh, traffic. But we were aiming for managed contracts and big installs and and innovation Uh, the the model was is you know one person to yell at one check to write if you were Mm -hmm. opening a restaurant um or a new business and you needed everything you needed a pos system you needed a projector you needed speakers all in one place and then we would manage it long-term so that if you ever had any challenges, you don't run into the situation of which of the nine people that installed Andrew, your job, oh yeah. do you call? Mm-hmm. Um, because if you can't print, you have to call your it guy and your it guy is going to blame the printer guy. And the printer guy is going to blame the it guy. And, and it may be your network guy who you need to talk to. And, you know, I mean, it's just all this kind of stuff. And and we tried to take this kind of concierge guide mentality to it where we understand this we know how to make it all work in concert um and we'll manage it for you Mm -hmm. from start to finish and ongoing and um and that model was this 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 market was just thirsty Mm -hmm. for that and, and and hungry for it and we've done a number of Restaurants. We've done a number of businesses, doctors' offices, law firms, and that, all, and most of those clients started during that time. Mm. And and so as we grew, location grew, and so we were way out by Ogeechee Tech, and that was terrible for walk-in traffic because who you know nobody's really stopping out there. They're driving about sixty miles an sure. hour down three hundred one to get there, and and so uh, an opportunity arose uh, for a. Um, a suite at market district. Mm-hmm. And, um, it was a little 800 square foot, tiny, right next to M- McAllister, right, right next to okay. McAllister's a couple doors down. And, uh, so we moved there and our walk in traffic tripled yeah. like overnight. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, and we stayed there and we started managing our relationships. And, and, and that's when the introduction to Bullock telephone got into the mix is, We figured out that our customers have a better user experience if they have bullet fiber for their internet at their business. Um, and it made our job a lot easier to manage, maintain, and improve connectivity for them if their internet worked Mm -hmm. all the time. Sure um i mean that's i know that's a far fetched idea for some people but you know um and so and 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 we continued to grow the business and then um an opportunity arose to expand and there was an empty suite upstairs and yeah. so we kept the suite downstairs for our visual front of the house and and i was upstairs with one of the other project managers and then and then another opportunity arose and we got out of that suite and we rented it a 5000 square foot suite mm-hmm. and And filled up about half of that. Oh, so you
0: moved twice
1: within market. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then when we took that bigger suite, we were um, we were partnering with um, um, another local company, Capstone um, Benefits Consulting, and uh, an opportunity arose to partner with them professionally, and we formed Capstone Technology Solutions with um, the owners of capstone benefits consulting. And, um, what really precipitated that was the affordable care act kind of forced people who sold healthcare to employers for the employees had to generate this new form that was kind of like a W2, but it was about insurance, Mm -hmm. not pay. Um, and our approach, uh, was, you know, hey, that's just data. We can figure the data sure. out. That's a spreadsheet and some tables and we can figure it out. And
0: so at that point you had moved past just like, you know, uh, physical technology. Yes. Like way past yes. that. Because yes. like now you're dealing with actually coding, mm-hmm. uh, programming, so forth and so on.
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. And it was and it was kind of stemmed from our customers. We, we were always about the solution. That's what the dynamic solutions and then even when capstone technology solutions came we were always about the solution it was trying to solve problems or or challenges and um, the the running joke for a long time is that we never told anybody no we always asked them what their budget was Mm. and then would work backwards from there to develop their solution and 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 that approach is how we did the ACA Mm um and it's real boring technical nerdy stuff but we ended up figuring out a way to do it relatively successfully i mean when i say relatively it's been 100% successful um but we solved a problem mm-hmm. for our customer and partner that solved a problem for their clients and their and their customers and and so there was this chain of solution that solved a problem um uh, that you know a bunch of people were selling and trying to do that they weren't doing it as well as we had come up with our strategy was relatively simple, relatively straightforward because we had kind of blinders on about what the data meant. We just mm-hmm. knew we needed the data. We didn't really care what it said. Like sure. I you know where other approaches got all into the minutiae of, of why. Mm-hmm. I like, that's that's irrelevant. you know sure. the solution is we need to process this. With this to get this, mm-hmm. cool. All right, so we're gonna go do that. Sure, and we still do that today, and we mm-hmm. we help you know uh, um, thousands of employees get that form that they need so that when they go to the IRS they don't get fined.
0: So so Capstone was actually something that was already existing. That- capstone benefits was okay.
1: And then we formed capstone
0: technology. Together. Yes. And then you then took that technology and then I guess either resold it or leveraged it for the purpose of okay. Yeah. Got yeah it.
1: Leveraged it. And then did got into some other stuff. Um and it was really, you know, about a branding thing is when we started getting into municipal contracts and I working on projects that are submitted to the IRS. That We were a little hesitant to, like, if the customers pulled up our website and saw that we fixed iPhones, mm-hmm. um, we were a little hesitant about that from a marketing and branding strategy. And uh, so that was really what precipitated the brand mm-hmm. of, of Capstone. Um, and it was kind of, a, you know, our partners were named Capstone Benefits, so we were going to be named Capstone Technology.
0: Let's have a discussion here about sure. opportunities. Yes. Yeah. So you know, a lot of people are out there looking for you know the opportunity. What what would you say about kind of like your experience with that? Oh wow! Um, Do you think it's luck? Do you think n- that
1: you're at what, the right it, place at the can, right time? It's hard to humble brag. Here, sure, you know, um, I think a lot of it gets back to that cognitive behavioral therapy thing for me mm. of drive where. If I see an opportunity to take action that I think is going to be positive, I'm going to take the action. And then whatever the result is, is whatever the result is. And, and that, I think that approach to my professional life and, and my career is, is really what helps um, helps us stand out to a certain degree, mm-hmm. because, you know, even if somebody says that, well, I don't have the budget for your solution, I'm still going to go figure it out. Sure. Like, cause I just want to know, sure. I want to solve that challenge. I want to solve that problem. Um, and so I think, you know, it is, it's a lot of opportunity of being in the, at the right place at the right time, but also not hesitating, go ahead and taking the action and figuring out what, you know, figuring out what the results is later. Mm -hmm. Like if I, if I can assess like the opportunity to partner. I love that. Yeah. If I can assess that opportunity and be like, the worst thing that can happen is this doesn't work out. Why not do it? That's right.
0: All right. So, uh, you know, going back to our conversation, we were talking about uh, opportunity and you were about to jump into, you know, you were still in the space uh, back at um, the market district. Sure. And you're looking for that kind of like next step. Sure. Um,
1: And so we had kind of reached a a plateau of what we were capable of in our current economic structure. Uh, And, you know, one, one of the things that we were looking for is expansion and but we didn't know what that looked like and and because we were so busy um with the customers that we were having and the growth that we had sustained up to that point you know we had reached a place where we were kind of at our capacity and to move to the next level something needed to happen and um one of the things that we were doing, and I talked talked about this a little bit earlier, is like if if a customer had Bullock Telephone Fiber Optic Internet, it made my life easier as a service provider. And so um, I would sell Bullock Telephones Internet as a referral. Um, were they just the best? Yeah, hundred like in- percent. No, no doubt. No doubt. No doubt. It's. I mean, and, and getting real nerdy and I, and I worked there, so this is kind of sounds like propaganda, but this before that I worked there, when I bought my first house in Statesboro, I bought it based on where Bullock Fiber was. Mm. Like I called and said, hey, can I have a map? And they're like, no, we're not, who are you? No. <laughs> Was like, but well, you were working for them at that time. No, 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 okay, no, no, no. Before, that. Be- before okay. that, before that. And I was like, can I have a map? And they said no. Okay. And, and and so um, I was like, well, can I at least ask you neighborhoods? And I said, yes. Okay. And so I asked them a bunch of neighborhoods that were in my budget and um, bought a house based on where their fiber was. Because mm-hmm. I had had two of the other uh, service providers here in town and it was mm-hmm. garbage. Mm-hmm. Just, I mean resetting my router constantly speeds outages just it was just terrible what made their service better so it's really about the technology so about 20 years ago uh, and i know this now because i work there but about 20 years ago they had to make a decision about what the next step of the network was and um they were weighing the cost benefits of you know adsl um, coaxial Mm. fiber etc and at the time nobody was really doing fiber at scale Uh, there was a pockets of people out in um, the midwest that were doing it Um, verizon fios Mm -hmm. was looking to get into it and um, best i can tell um, they hired you know, we hired a consultant, and and are they hi- at the time hired a consultant, and they're just like, well, this is where everything's going, and, and it wasn't fiber. Um, and they said, well, we want to do fiber, um, and so they started doing fiber, and they kind of piggybacked off of Verizon FiOS's partnership with Motorola mm. for the hardware that manages the fiber, the ONTs, and all this kind of stuff, and. And so, um, from a historic standpoint, uh, Bullock Telephone did uh, their first fiber to the home, which is a very specific thing, in 2005. Mm -hmm. Um, Completed the re network, the rebuild of the network um, by 2000 end of 2011. So all of the customers at the end of 2011 had fiber to the home, and Mm -hmm. it was a significant thing i mean it was very significant yes in 2011 yeah. to have fiber optic internet 100 percent buried mm-hmm. um so and the buried is kind of a key part because anytime you have a utility on a on a pole mm-hmm. uh if the wind blows risk. or a mm-hmm. tree falls there's risk of it's in just, the ground
0: it's not moving anywhere
1: unless someone cuts it unless someone cuts <laughs> it unless someone cuts it with a shovel or a backhoe or any of that kind of stuff and we try to mitigate some sure, of that sure. but yes unless somebody cuts it and So um, when I was looking to buy a house, I had had some of the other internet service providers and I had heard of a 100% fiber optic network um, with Bullock Telephone and um, so I sought you know, a, a house mm-hmm. um, based, based on of that. based on, the, because I was already streaming. I was already early, I'm an early adopter of everything. Sure. I've been on Gmail <laughs> since the beginning. Like Netflix, I'm the same. I, yeah, I remember. <laughs> I I I, I, I stream my first show on Netflix in like 2000. God, it had to have been late 2008, mm-hmm. early 2009. Um, and it was some weird Dutch subtitled movie. I think it was the original Girl with the Dragon Tattoo or, okay. or something like that. Uh-huh. And um, But early adopter of all those kind of tech things and, and um, TVs and streaming speakers, Wi-Fi, you know, stuff. And I knew that if I wanted to have any of that stuff, I needed to have a stable internet. Got hour. you. And that's why you went after Fiber. Yeah, and that's why I went after the Fiber. And then fast forward... Um, because I was so confident in that um, in t- 2018, uh, I actually built a Barn Dominium shipping container mm. smart home. Mm-hmm. And I looked for land where we had fiber. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, obviously reached out to the customers that had the fiber there that I knew. And I was like, hey, are y'all going to get weird if I build like a Barn Dominium? And they're like, <laughs> What? what are you doing (laughs) yeah what are you doing and they sent me like two pictures it's like is it something like this or is it something like this Uh and i was like it's like the second one they're Uh like okay we're cool okay um and and so um but you know circling all that back to you know we were trying to figure out what we were going to do and we had been working with bullock telephone um because if our commercial customers, our business customers, even some of our residential customers had stable buried fiber optic internet, then our job of supporting them in their business and in their technology was easier Yeah. Um, because if, if they had an outage and they weren't on Bullock, then I come and try and fix it or reboot the router or whatever on Monday, and then i send them a bill mm-hmm. and then the following tuesday it happens again do you yeah. think they're going to want to see that same bill yeah. again you know that's and, right and and so from a customer experience and a customer mentality i was try. you know it was e- my life was easier if they had good internet mm-hmm. and so we had been working with bullock telephone and and then we had started doing some staffing for them and we had some contractor work for them that we were doing and um, and, and I really, you know, give it up to the administration team and the board over there. Um, you know, John uh, Scott, our general manager, which is it's kind of a weird term, but because we're a cooperative, he's he's the CEO. Gotcha. Um, but in the cooperative space, it's called general manager. Um, but he's the chief executive officer. He was really kind of the driving force behind all that. And, and he and I come from polar opposites. Mm. Um, He's, you know, uh, very thoughtful and and engineering and planning and all this kind of stuff. And I'm very instant and mm-hmm. and and so it took us a couple of years to figure out how we fit together and and figure out what that looked like. Uh, and what that led to was a, a buyout. Mm-hmm. Um, um, you know, I sold ownership shares to them and and got my me and my staff went over there and. The long-term goal is to improve the customer experience and and enrich the customer experience and that's even down to why we have start your experience here at, at the new building. Okay. You, um, w- one thing that I yeah. wanted to sure. touch
0: on, you know, that I think is extremely important to, you know, how you've grown. Um, there was a moment in there when you, when the company was being, you know, bought out mm-hmm. that, you know, uh, they identified as you as the main asset they, they, that they wanted to obtain. Yes. yes. Um, however you made a decision against that. Yes. Tell me kind of like what that was.
1: For the longest time, my talent in in that was working with groups of talented people and bringing those talent, to, bringing that talent together. And, and if you've ever met a traditional IT guy or, or seen any of the SNL skits of the IT guy or the printer guy or whatever, there is a social disconnect. Sure. Um, and finding somebody who speaks English and and geek or nerd or, or whatever um, is difficult. And and I think that's what made our place unique is, you know, there were multiple people that could talk to a customer without talking down to them. Sure. Um, but then also come back to the office and translate it to the team and the technical specs and and, and figure out what the solution was. And um, but the magic of that made it look like it was my show Mm. um and it wasn't Mm -hmm. uh, like i would you know just be another sales guy um if it weren't for the guys that i worked with and um that i collaborated with and and um and so i was just another cog in that wheel Mm. um, um but you know drawing on like the my project management experience from the construction industry and 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 my design experience from the architectural side and taking those into problem solvings and 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 you know here's a challenge i'm going to think of it logically where they may think of it too technically and, Mm. and then we find some common ground in the middle but you know, without the guys that were with me, I, I was just another sales guy. Mm -hmm. Um, and so when we had the opportunity to, to bring those guys over, it was a significant thing for us and for them. Um, because, you know, um, bullet telephone has been around for 70 today, 71 years. Mm -hmm. Um, it's, you know, known for its customer service. Um, it is known for, and and a lot of people don't know this, but uh, uh, the people that do understand it is, you know, they have been on the forefront of you know internet technology and 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 networking technology before everybody else. Like right now, I've got a little research project going to because I'm pretty confident that in that 2005-2011 space, that Bullock Telephone was the first 100% fiber optic to the home mm-hmm. provider in this. I know, I'm pretty confident in the state of Georgia. Um, I think there were some people doing it in the Midwest, but I, I'm I'm trying to find proof of it. And that's sure. a hard thing to find proof of sure. because it's, you have to, the lack of evidence is sure. the proof, you know? Sure. And, and so Googling and, and, and researching, like did anybody else have a all fiber network that was gigabit capable or, sure. or whatever. Um, and we are actually gig certified by mm-hmm. the National Telecommunications Association. Um, so uh, it, it, bringing all that back in is, you know, I was nothing without my team. And bringing and getting my team to come over and um, giving them the stability of a, you know, a, a multi-decade um uh, utility company and somebody that was on the forefront of technology and somebody that's known for customer service and known for um, going above and beyond matched our mission and our our principles and our morals and our ethics because you know at the end of the day you know we don't exist without a happy customer sure. um, at Capstone at Capstone Technologies we didn't exist without a happy customer and Bullock Solutions. Uh, our Bullock telephone at the time, you know, um, was mainly out in the county, and then they were starting to expand into the city. I mean, you have sure. our service here, and, right. um, and there's a number of businesses here in town that we are uh, that we've built to, and we're working on building more into the city, residentially and commercially. Um, and it, it's just a change in the model because we were so we've always been out in the county. Mm-hmm. Um, and and so now we've got this opportunity with my staff and, and with John leading the way um, that we can enrich the customer experience and and further um, penetrate what what's happening inside the home and inside the office to make everything as seamless as possible because, you know, Especially with this pandemic, you know, uh, home Wi-Fi and and Zoom meetings and, you know, all that kind of stuff. You have to have your setup right. Yeah. I mean, I,
0: I know from experience, you know, whenever my Internet is even the least millisecond slow. Right. I'm like, what is going on? Uh, like, right, you know, exactly. it, this is, it's so frustrating. But that also, like, you know, speaks to kind of like our, our own kind of like evolution of, you know, we, we rely on this technology so heavily. And, right. and you know, I can speak about um, Bullock Solutions personally just because I, I use you sure. guys. Sure, um, I, I have, you know, never come across a utility company mm. that when I call... Immediately. And and it's literally like blinding fast, like to the point where I I call and I'm like, hey, I I, I need I, I have this issue and I'm expecting, hey, a day, two days, three days, whatever it is walking through the door in the next like 10 minutes and and i think that you know it it literally like you know it sticks in your mind i think that's one of the things that you have done extremely well even from the beginning right like you know listening to your strategies from you know even when you were starting that computer store is like you want to be make things easy for the customer experience exactly um, which is huge and that that's extremely um, I, I it inspired it continues to inspire me what you've done well thank you um, so you know you're in the space of at, at capstone mm-hmm. what eventually pushes you so there was a buyout yeah what pushes you to you know build um, on this side of town sure
1: so uh, we were renting okay and um, we had gotten to a place where we needed space, and we needed to kind of organize and consolidate, and where certain employees were because I had some employees that stayed in the office and worked, you know, via log me in or, sure. or you know TeamViewer or something like that, and they were like on call, you know, uh, remote support. Um, we had some employees that were field installs, uh, and then we had some employees that kind of mingled in between and, and everybody was separate. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) exactly. And then we were trying to share and, 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 you know, manage an office space and, um, and coming through that, you know, the management, at Bulk telephone, we, first off, we rebranded, um, and, we wanted to be Bullock Solutions because we want to be the solutions provider, and that was kind of the mission. Um, and that was a big deal. I mean, it's been Bullock Telephone Cooperative forever, sure. mm-hmm. and I mean, and technically, it's Bullock County Rural Telephone Cooperative Incorporated, and that's just too much. Um, and so, Bullock Solutions really reflected what the mission and and opportunity was, and then that carried over into. How do we engage that um, with uh, purpose and function and operation? And you know, one of the things—I don't know if you've ever been over to our Northside location um, mm-hmm. over on the oh, other I side. I have. I have. Yeah. It's likened to a 1985 bank.
0: Absolutely. I went in there, I was like, what is going on? Right. (laughs) And you walk past it, it's like, oh my goodness, it's still like stuck in the past.
1: Exactly. (laughs) And and so, you know, with um, the leadership from John and support of the board, um, we kind of went down the rabbit hole of let's find some space. And we liked Market District. It's a poppin', bustling area. We've got a significant amount of infrastructure over there. Um, but we, it's full Mm -hmm. for the most part. And, um, and so we looked and, um, we, we know, um, Mr. Abel Mm -hmm. over from Elsom and, and, um, and talked to him about, you know, traffic flows and, and all that kind of stuff. And then that there was that lot right between Aaron's and and Elsom and, and I was like, this is kind of a perfect spot. Uh, and we had looked, you know, everywhere, I mean, for a couple of months Mm -hmm. and we had a budget and. Um, um, and so when we started looking at that, um, and then thinking about infrastructure and growth and long-term engagements and long-term plans and long-term investment into the community and and that kind of thing, um, that spot started making more and more and more and more sense. And there's really good food. (laughs) really close by (laughs) basically what he's saying is
0: market district The food sucks i'm just kidding i it's just just a joke just a joke joke.
1: but you know um um and there's you know and and we we come over here and see you a good bit and we see abel a good bit and um you know visit some of the other restaurants over there and but it just started making more sense and in the, the the way that the lot was shaped provided us an opportunity to really do something impactful mm-hmm. um, and so um, john um, asked me if I'd draw uh, if I would draw and and help design the building and i said yeah absolutely i mean and this is this is what this you, is what you, you used have to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly yeah. very cool and so i got to be kind of in this interesting spot where um, with collaboration but steer the kind of shape um of the of 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 what the image of the company was because you know um there are limitations on how you can build in certain areas of statesboro what things can look like and what colors can be used and and materials and and none of that existed for that lot so that lot even made more sense and so we really gotten to have fun with the idea of um, super efficient construction um, um, and then super from my modern elegant mm-hmm. um, kind of uh, breaking the mold um, so we, um, we worked we hired um, Zach Hawk from Hawk Construction who um, is a fantastic general contractor, but he also happens to be a specialist in metal building mm-hmm. and um, metal fabrication. So, uh, I mean, down to like interesting things like the stairs in there. That's called a single a single stringer metal floating staircase, and it's very specific design. Um, and I found a picture online um of some really cool stairs and i sent it to zach and his guys made it Mm -hmm. for you know significantly less than what i could buy a kit for online and Mm -hmm. um but when you see i mean all the angles are opposing and and um just from the outside like with the roof lines and the porch portico and, and all that kind of stuff it it There was some design element to that, but there's also some efficiency element to that. Because if you have a single slope roof, Mm -hmm. it's less likely to leak. That's right. And if you don't penetrate the roof, Mm -hmm. it's less likely to leak. So every roof penetration that would be normally on the roof isn't. It's actually under the soffit or on... The wall just under the roof i got you so you know less opportunity for roof leak and uh, but also a super efficient way to manage your water when it Mm -hmm. rains like it does in south georgia and and, you know all that (laughs) that's right and and um and then taking those elements and even down to the spray foam insulation that we used uh and then uh, Ogeechee heating and air did an amazing uh, variable speed, multi-zone, high seer HVAC system with an air filtration system that kills cold and flu and you know all kinds of bacteria and viruses mm-hmm. and all this kind of stuff and and that's super energy efficient. Sure. Um, uh, it, 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 it was an awesome opportunity and and when you walk in there, like you have, sure. Um, we built a smart home. Yeah. Like in the lobby. That's right. Um, so that. You know, the customers can come in and get hands on and guided uh, uh, an experience, have a guided experience of, you know, yeah, you see advertisements for Ring Mm -hmm. and Nest and Google Home and Alexa and the Yamaha Soundbar or the Samsung TV or the Roku TV or any number of these things, but did you know that you can incorporate them together and? Some people call it, it might be becoming, we're becoming way too lazy. Um, or it could uh, improve your quality of life or, or your efficiency and, and all that kind of stuff where you can you know, have a, and this is one of our favorite ones, is you ask Google to play Purple Rain by Prince and it turns all the lights purple, um, in the apartment (laughs) and then the shower comes on. Um, and I mean, and that's funny and silly, but think about all the moving parts that has to work together to make Make that that happen. happen. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, I've been playing around in the smart home space for a while. Um, and, um, I've done it at my house. I did it at my old house. And there's an interesting thing. And this is kind of a crazy side note, but there's this interesting thing that I found from Berkshire Hathaway. Mm -hmm. Um, So I went to sell my house in 2018 because I was going to build a house. Um, and I waited to start to sell my house until my new house was getting close to being done. um, and i put my house on the market and this berkshire hathaway thing and then also um colwell banker had something on this too at the national level is that homes that had s- smart features um increase the sale value of single digit and in some instances s- lo- super low double digit value mm-hmm. where um, if you had like an automatic door lock and a video doorbell and a smart thermostat or a couple of cameras and security or whatever, um, that it increased the value of your home. And, um, I had that stuff in my house, my house sold in 2018 in 11 days for significantly more than what my mortgage was and my payoff was. And, and, um, and it did force me my house my new house wasn't finished yet so i had to live in an apartment for a couple of months much to my wife's dismay (laughs) um but um and and so i've been playing in that space since then and then in my new house you know it's voice command and i've got i'm a google home i'm a google guy and so i've got like google home and nest and and um, max speakers everywhere and it controls my fans and my lamps and i've got like a you know uh door locks and and all that kind of stuff and um and i've been in that space and i love it because it's interesting and and if you think about it it just at the very least from an efficiency standpoint um you know i never forget to turn my air up when i leave i never forget to turn lights off or fans off because it it, if i don't do it it happens yeah
0: automatically right yeah so that technology is is amazing to, to play with and and i think that what's interesting about you as your depth. Sure. So, you know, one of the things that really resonates with me, and, and I see that just because, you know, obviously, like my background uh, was computer science, you know, I, sure. I, I understand the lingo. I, I think a lot of times people are crippled by what they should do with their lives. Right. They they think in their mind, like, oh, my God, I don't want to go down this path and not realize, you know, something. and. Sure. and I, I just wanted to kind of like get your opinion on that sure. because it seems like you've kind of like had various different sure. almost careers, right? Yeah. In oh, all yeah. of this. Oh, yeah. And what's fascinating about that is in the position that you are in now, you still are leveraging everything that you've kind of like, you know, seen in the past. Yeah. So for you, like, you know, how do you approach that? You know, with, with someone that, you know, is like, I, I don't know if I should go down this career path. What, what do you think? Do, do, you, do you kind of push them towards... Well try it and see what happens Do yeah you, like
1: absolutely i mean you're from computer science and you're uh one of the restaurant. foremost yeah in <laughs> the, the restaurants restaurant. now uh, yeah exactly that's and right. and and that's interesting and and I'm, I'm sure when you were sitting in you know your COBOL or your c plus class or whatever class you were taking you weren't thinking about Buying an old Carrie Hilliard's <laughs> and turning it into an amazing, um, uh, a, uh, I almost want to say Asian fusion, Asian, yeah, that's true. you know, that's yeah, good. and it's and it's amazing. I love Thank eating you. here. Thank you. I eat here weekly, um, sometimes twice and three times a week. I like it. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> um, but you know, uh, yes. Why be Why be handicapped um, and and or hindered or Tied down to some idea when you don't know if the grass is greener. Mm-hmm. And and I think it's you have to be very careful, though, because if you're doing it like the grass is greener, most of the time the grass isn't greener on the other side because your motivations are wrong. Mm. Um, your intentions are wrong. But if you are not happy in the environment that you are in and you are giving it 100%, then you know, explore other opportunities. Yeah. There's no reason to not be happy um, and content in what you're doing. Especially right. in this day and age. You, exactly. Used to,
0: you didn't have any other choice. Right.
1: And now everything's so diversified. You can, I mean, you, you could do, you know, programming on Fiverr um, you know, just on the side, just on the side. Um, and, and, and do that until you find what supports you. Um, I mean, you know, before I got the job at the architecture firm, I had five part-time jobs. i I worked at a horse farm, um, like cutting grass and okay. like, um, shoveling manure and taking uh-huh. trash to the dump. And, um, I worked on a detox unit, uh-huh. um, you know, basically a high paid babysitter for people that will de- were detoxing. Um, I was a graphic laborer. I don't even want to say graphic designer, but they could tell me stuff and I could do it in Photoshop. Okay. And um, and I did all those things until I could, as a stepping stone, until I could find the next thing. And then the architecture thing was one job, at one time, that could pay me enough to pay my bills, and and it was a stepping stone because I wasn't going to be an architect. You know, I not I, w- I didn't have any interest in that, but I knew how to draft, and I knew that that talent and skill could make money and feed me and pay my bills. While I figured out what I wanted to do, and then and and I worked in treatment. Um, I, I you know um, had a for a little while a little treatment center where young men and uh, that were seeking recovery could come. And and how does one I guess
0: quantify what their next move should be
1: right oh yeah and you know when thinking about like something like that you know it's i did it in the past where you know i had five part-time jobs right. to support myself while i figured out what the next job was um and you know and in this economy and in this day and age, you can be diversified we, you know, we talked about even you, you know, but you can do computer science stuff on Fiverr or, or, you know, something like that on the side. And, and, um, but, you know, there's no reason today that you can't be happy in what you do. There are, are for higher signs everywhere, everywhere. everywhere people are looking for work and or people are looking for employees and that may not be the long-term job that you want and i'm not i don't want to promote you know using and abusing you know opportunities as a steps tool but also you know looking at an opportunity as you know a bridge to the next step a bridge to the next step i mean it, the irony of all of this is that 13 years ago I was riding my bicycle down Brandon to crystals Mm. to flip burgers and clean grease traps and pressure wash the dumpster pad. And, and I did that. Um, and then today, um, I'm not doing that. Um, but the, but the, you know, the, the, the epitus for lack of a better term of the new building and the new opportunity and, and where I'm at right now being directly across the street of where I used to ride my bike 13 years ago. It's huge. It's it's amazing. Mm. It's so much gratitude and just kind of humility for lack of a better term. Um, and, and it's very, very humbling um, because, you know, at the end of the day, all I Guaranteed. All I did was show up mm. at each step, and I worked. But that—that that was. I just showed up. I, you know, this door opened. I was there. That door opened. I was there. That window opened. I was there. And I showed up. And because I—I I, I feel like I tried to be as positive as possible and and as engaging as possible. Um, that my intentions were good and, and, and we ended up where, where I am, am right now. I mean, I'm living somebody else's dream, mm-hmm. man. Like I get to do stuff that I'd never would have imagined. I bought a camper last year. It's like, I've got <laughs> skeeved out. I didn't want to stay in any hotel rooms because of the <laughs> pandemic. And, and, and sure. so, so I was like, I am going to buy a hotel on wheels yeah. and, 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 and then realized that I had never seen Georgia. Like, I've, I've been to Savannah and Atlanta, but a little bit in Macon, but that was it. So I took the camper and went to, like, these obscure state parks all over the state of Georgia, up into the mountains, up you know, west and northeast, and, and saw this beautiful state that we live in. And I spent my money here, local, trying to... Um, um, you know support my state support my community but also to be a good resident of the state i had mm. never seen any of this stuff i had no clue it even existed um i lived in statesboro and and you know the most common trip to savannah is to catch a plane it's sure. like i'm leaving um but that wasn't an opportunity that we had so i went to state parks and i went to national forests and and engaged in it that way and turns out i like being outside didn't know <laughs> No clue. <laughs> Always trying something new. Exactly. Exactly. Uh,
0: if you ever take a step, like a moment, and, mm-hmm. and look back and, and think about, you know, everything that you've accomplished, mm-hmm. um, do you? If you, if there was something that you could say to your younger self, hmm. what would it be?
1: Honestly, nothing. Because if I impacted that guy in any way. I wouldn't be here.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, um, the struggle, the pain, the success, the accomplishment, the contentment, the love, none of that that I have today, if I would have happened, if I impact that guy in the slightest bit different than, than what path he was on to get me here, mm. you know? Um, and you know, I, I say that with a pretty good confidence that, you know, um, You know at the end before i got sober death would have been a gift and uh today i'm so far removed from that from even being on my radar Uh, i mean my wife's in grad grad school right now Mm -hmm. and 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 um she's gonna have a break soon and we're gonna go on a trip and And when she gets out of school, we're going to go on more trips. And, and, um, I have a great job where I'm supported and, and my family's okay. And my friends are okay. And, you know, the, and don't get me wrong, the, the world is full of problems. And I, my life has problems. Those problems are luxurious compared to the problems that I came here with. And so if I said anything to that guy, 13, 15, 20 years ago, um, I would rob him of this mm. and I don't want, no, I'm good, man. We, we're, we're good. That's I'm, right. Yeah.
0: What an amazing story. Stuart, I want to thank you so much for joining on us on the show. I really appreciate, you know, all the knowledge that you've imparted. Um, such an inspiring thing, Thank you, you know, uh, for, for me, it's, it's, having to deal with the uh, addiction and and being able to channel your energy into something that you absolutely
1: love yeah absolutely well thank you for having me adam this is awesome um it's always great to see you and it's always great to see really cool tech yeah uh and so i'm really appreciative and and you're great at this i really appreciate it thank you very much sounds good man i appreciate it thank Thank you see you